Hey, I'm Tommy Chong. Welcome to High on Homegrown. game today if anybody says football that's the swear word today okay f- from now on we won't mention the football if anybody mentions football we have then to it's soccer. Soccer. all right no soccer. no soccer no mention to the fucking anything to do with balls with the euro uh, or anything like that yes fucking male no, play balls yep nothing no balls if anybody <laughs> mentions anything to do with the word ball at all smoke okay we have a new swear word <laughs> today i only have hash that's gonna be rough i think Ash balls. Ash ball. Temple ball. What do we talk about? Temple balls. Okay. Come on. <laughs> starting from balls. starting from now. Okay. I'm smoking anyway. So don't man. I fucking <laughs> so, yes, yes. Everybody, welcome hey, to High it? on Homegrown. Yeah. Yeah. This is going to be very hard when we're talking about Charas. <laughs> oh yeah. Well, we just have to wait until we get there, GB. We have to, we have to <laughs> I don't know if we'd even get there, man, because we're starting so late. I have to bounce around 12, 12 o'clock. Oh. I have an early start in the morning. Okay. Well, it's just the after party you'll miss, then you'll get the main shit. Yeah, I say we should get the most of it in. Yeah. yeah we got right it. then, so uh, we are the Cannabis Podcast from PostiesGrowing.com, and I am Mackie, a soil grower. Look, I changed my screen, you see? Look, a soil grower, admin at PostiesGrowing.com. And also joining us this evening, we have Monkey Do. What's up, Monkey? Want to say hi, mate? Yeah, how's it going, guys? Monkey here from the Southeast U.S., a cocoa grower, and not so much of a uh, sports fan. That's been, we, uh, and I didn't say that bad word. So I'm not so much of a sports fan. It's been holding us up for the last two hours. Oh, he's on the fringe there. He's on the fringe of breaking the rules. Oh, I love fringes, though. You know, just push that limit. <laughs> Don't break it. Just push it. Love to match. Are you saying there's the end quiet in the background? Are you upset? No, I'm, I'm, I'm not upset. I can give a fucking toss, mate. I'm happy it's all fucking done. What's done? Honestly. Uh, what's, what's done? Football shit. Oh, he, he said it. I got it. I got it. Like I said, I don't care. I'm smoking. You lot, if you you ain't smoking at the time when I mentioned balls, that's your tough shit. And again, everybody. Even in everybody. <laughs> zombie nation here, fed up to the back fucking teeth of football and happy it's done. Oh, well, England, <laughs> never mind. <laughs> <laughs> Savage. All right, we're going to move on now, Zian, because you're upsetting me. Right, yes. Temple, do you want to say hello, please? <laughs> yeah, man. I'm Temple Grower. I'm live from my basement again because it's fucking scorcher out here on Treaty Six yeah. territory. Motherfucker. I don't know what these heat waves are doing, but I mean, yep. So I'm hanging out by the tent. Uh, I grow in my super soil and uh, it works really good. So, <laughs> yeah, welcome. And then GB, what are you saying, bro? Hi, hello. It is GB here from Ireland. Your avatar's broken. Oh, sh- no, it's because we're after being over in my room chatting shit. I didn't have it turned on. Sweet. You um, good? Yeah, yeah, no, all good now. All good. Sweet, man. We had an yeah, interesting so- week this week. We'll cover that all in news, won't we? Oh, we will. We will cover it in the news now shortly. Yes, man. So, of course, we, we have the Cannabis News, where we'll do Cannabis News and events from around the world. We're going to cover a grow diary to see what's going on over at Persis. We've got one from Fish this week, because Fish has been banned from growing by his lovely wife, dun, dun, unfortunately. Dun. So, uh, he's managed to get a sneaky one up on the roof. <laughs> How do you <laughs> so we're going to take a little bit from growing, you know what I'm saying? Uh, you know, you've just got to find a way, man. 
life that's will the find best a way. Place to put it, if you mm. can. It's like that's... super. Well, we'll talk about it when we get into it. Yeah, yeah, yeah let's do that. Lots of light on the roof, and then it's as for hard. the grow guides, we're going to discuss charis. And I don't think any of us really know what the fuck this is. Well, we know what it is and how it's made and shit, but we wouldn't make it ourselves. I think you need more like a field to be able to make something that's worth it. Yeah. But anyway, we're going to take a look at it because we're doing extracts and nobody really covers this one. So we'll take a close look at Charis during the World Guide section. And then for the interview, we're speaking to Jim Finch, who he suffers with epilepsy and he's a medical cannabis user in the UK. Uh, he's got a real interesting story, man. And uh, he needs our support as well. He's got a YouTube channel, and there's a link to his YouTube channel in the forum. And it'd be sweet if you could go and subscribe to him I, after the show as well. You know, listen to his story, and then you you want to subscribe and see more of his video. It's a cool guy, man. And then the after party where we would just chat shit, maybe about that event that just happened. Okay. <laughs> and then uh, yeah, that's it. The outro. Don't forget to hit that like button and subscribe. And next up, we have cannabis news. Is that it? We're done. Think so. We're rushing along. Sweet. Let's, uh, let's go get the news done. It's so late now and everybody's sleeping, you know. Gotta try and be a little bit quiet. Including half your panel. Yeah. You, know? <laughs> yeah, you don't sleep to right now. Yeah. <laughs> no, yeah. I want to sleep. <laughs> so what sleep. what is going on in the cannabis news world today? Do you want to go first, Monkey? Oh, sure, man. Uh, ran across a, an article in um, my London news. Uh, article is titled, The Tried CBD Cannabis Gummies, and they definitely need to be kept out of reach of children. Right, now, yeah, yeah. You, you read all these things like this now. It kept me off guard a little bit, the title right there, because CBD is considered to be one of the safer <laughs> cannabinoids. And uh, in, this, in the United States, some children are actually given CBD. So I was kind of curious about the article, but the guy goes on about it. And it's not so much about the actual chemical, that's the CBD itself in it. It's more about the idea of how some of these CBD products are packaged. And we've talked about this before. Some of these packages and like gummies, especially, you know, you, he, uh, he was describing opening a container that looked medical and then all of a sudden opening, you have sweeties in there, you know, sugar-coated little gummies that a kid would look at and say, man, I want that. And then he talked about eat, had the experience of eating the gummy and wanting to eat two or three more of them. And so that this was his only point was that, uh, that you know, it's not so much the medicine that's in, in the CBD gummies so much as the fact that the way some of these, these things are being presented makes them overly attractive to children. And maybe that's something mm. that we need to consider there. More well, we've so, had this discussion before, haven't we? We have had it before. We talked about the, the uh, outlaw Skittles, you know, with the, with the cannabis leaf on it and things mm -hmm. like that, though. But it keeps coming up more and more. And I have a feeling as we get closer and closer to legalization, more and more is going to be done to, con to control some of that. I'm just going to say the be devil's advocate, I guess, because I fucking love the devil. Yeah. Satan rules. Um, <laughs> Pat, or if you... Are consuming these things fucking put them away properly i mm. like skittles man i like fuzzy peaches i love sour watermelon slices and if i could get sour watermelon slices with fucking weed in them fucking yeah, right side do that shit mm. i love candy man like i don't everybody loves candy you brought so, up a good point before you know about and they want to try and not advertise them and make them so colorful for kids and shit like that but look at alcohol man they advertise uh -huh. and colorful exactly and fruity was, and look how tasty this shit is why did they need to yeah, I was 100% just going to go into that because you can go down to the liquor store right now down the street from me and buy freezies, ice pops, uh -huh. whatever the fuck you want to call them, that are infused mm -hmm. with, you guessed it, vodka. 
and mm. they look fucking delicious as fuck. They look exactly like the ones that I used to eat and cut the shit out of the sides of my mouth on when oh, I was a kid. Right. Right. I would go to the freezer, grab a bunch, and here, friends, we're having a water fight. Here's a fucking freezy. I wouldn't know the difference. So yeah. why is that any different? You know? Shoot, and who has a freezer that can lock, to be quite honest? You know? Where would you put that? Well, maybe the, up in the fridge freezer or something, but the goal of some of these uh artificial uh, some of these alcoholic adult beverages is to taste non-alcoholic anyway isn't it i mean that that's a lot of these things people don't mm -hmm. like the taste of alcohol so they're buying wine coolers and everything else to, to camouflage the taste is, is that so much different than the gummies being camouflaged inside with cbd yeah. you know it, and I, it's pretty I get much like, the same thing you wouldn't want your kids to go up and go, yeah sure that wine cooler might taste sweet and the kid might like it but that's not something we're agree, gonna let them have so if they have a SpongeBob or, or fucking Paw Patrol, if that kind of bullshit's on the packaging, then I will 100% agree. That's appealing to kids because yes. adults definitely, I mean, I like SpongeBob, don't get me wrong, but it is a kid's show. Spon mm -hmm. Paw Patrol or anything like that, but you never see that. It's only just ripoffs of the Skittles logo but right. with like right. weed Skittles or something. So it, what does that appeal to kids or does that appeal to people who like Skittles? You know? Don't really know, but I think you're right though. It's definitely the adults opportunity and responsibility to protect the kids by putting the stuff away and locking yep. it up mm -hmm. for sure yeah that's pretty much yeah. the, the gist of the article pretty much it's the, it's not so much the, what's inside of it is how it's packaged they're worried about mm -hmm. yeah it's a shit one man it is man but it should be treated by the same standards about oh, even less than and if it if people want colorful packaging then fine man let them have colorful packaging well, but make sure there's a warning on it saying but this is I mean, THC was, shit. It, it i ate two like, vitamin d gummies last night that tasted oh. like fucking awesome that's, you know if you eat the whole bottle you're gonna have a bad time mm -hmm. but yeah that's and a thing that's yes, what was point, the point i was gonna make point. there it's not so you can't really blame so much the the product it's responsibility again it's consumer responsibility yeah, yeah. but mm -hmm. the gummies are, are out there i mean they started making the gummies so that the adult vitamins would take and kid vitamins would taste decent and you could take them fast and easy so it's just, now yeah. we're doing it with cbd and thc and everything else just the delivery system don't kill the messenger right indeed yeah. It's such a pussy. I tried CBD cannabis gummies. It's like get a quick break. <laughs> get, get real. Get some real ones, huh? <laughs> you know, have you tried coffee before? Have they you tried like my gummies? gummies. They look yeah, like dangerous shit. Fucking prick. Just saying. Yeah, you know, what you saying, Zian? You've got some interesting news from here in the UK. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, mine is uh, regarding uh, uh, the brother of um, Murray Gray. Um, he, the, the brother wrote to the first minister, Nicola Sturgeon, asking for help with his medicine because the parents are paying out £1,300 a month on a private prescription. Mm -hmm. um, so his brother, Dean, uh, asked Miss Sturgeon to help pay for it. Um, and she responded saying basically no. <laughs> yeah, well, It was a nice letter to say no, but at the end of the day, it still said no. You know, it's fucking shocking, man. You're no, saying, no, no. but it needs more research. Yeah, exactly. Again, with the more mm -hmm. research crap. And to be honest, I thought Nicola Sturgeon was a bit more up top than the rest of the politicians. Mm. Um, it, I'm, I'm slightly surprised by this because she's yeah. done everything right so far for her country. Mm -hmm. This is just wrong. And after the, um, when we watched that UK debate, a lot of the Scottish MPs were completely for the cannabis, especially yes. for medicine. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. So why would her stance be completely different? You know, very stupidness, strange. man. Stupidness. Very strange indeed. But it's, you should regret that decision. It'll make a difference when voting comes around again. Yeah, no, she'll probably change her mind then, though, like the rest of them do. 
Mm. You know, we'll be on everybody's after. agenda. It's something we're thinking about after the election. Yes, yes. So, so we don't want to first. give up that card yet. Yeah. And, and then after the election, they forget all about it like they usually do. Exactly. Because it, we looked into it and decided it wasn't. It wasn't right. feasible. It wasn't right. Yeah. Whatever. Yeah, yeah. Something. Yeah. And that's, that's government excuse. It has been for everything. Isn't that the way, man? Absolute fast, man. When it's clear. Well, and, you know, um, Jim speaks about some of the, the problems that medical users have in the UK as well. And how, you know, it's fine. He can have it as long as he pays a stupid yeah. amount of money yeah, for yeah, it. Yeah. You can't yeah. just, you know, and it's a kid's medicine as well. Yeah. So medicine, medicine is illegal if you, if you don't buy it from the government is basically what they're saying. Right. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. Same just stuff. buy it from our friends over here. Right. Strange that. It's fucking monopoly, man. It's disgusting. It's ridiculous. But anyway, that, that's the news from the UK. Let's, let's hope that they're able to get the medicine to the kids soon. And then we have some TG news. Yeah, my news, uh, it's kind of more of a PSA, I guess, with a little bit of my own take at the end. (laughs) Um, (laughs) Yeast uh, has been, I guess, detected, uh, and there's been a recall of 11,304 units of recreational and medical cannabis. Um, Units would be a gram, I'm assuming? Yeah, well, it's pre-rolls, half-gram pre-rolls that are affected. So it's a company called Atlas Growers, and... They're sold by retailers of recreational marijuana in Alberta, the Northwest Territories, and the Yukon Territory. Um, and also, if you are a, uh, I guess, signed up to Shoppers Drug Mart's medical cannabis uh, thing, you can also access that uh, pre-roll that's been recalled through them, no matter what province you're in. So if you have, um, the the product in question was the Zour, which sour apples whatever the fuck with a z sour apples full flower pre-roll um the lot numbers are p2000 or two triple zero two seven two triple zero four four two one triple zero eight um so i guess if anybody's listening and has those just check your packages and uh, they say do not consume because there's uh, mold yeast or bacteria potentially inside fucking shocking man it's, it's like we're hearing about mold in the new legal medical market more than you hear about it from the legacy market that was going to be my point and you know don't get me wrong the legacy market definitely like to be a legal entity you have to every lot has to be tested to be released right which is what those lot numbers i just read off come from um and i guess in the sample that that they uh they have they detected some mold but it's 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 a good thing because it means the qa is working the QAQC system, it's mm-hmm. and the recall can happen. Which yeah, it's working is, late, though. <laughs> exactly. But it is late because definitely some people have already smoked this. Um, and this has happened in the past, too. There was a big class action lawsuit with some much more sinister type uh, bland, band chemical or band pesticides that were sprayed on stuff um, that were later detected. And then there was a recall after a bunch of medical patients had consumed it and started feeling sick. Um, mm. So the point is, I guess, is yes, it does happen in both sides, legal and illegal, but the legal side really loves to, to levy this particular one. Don't buy legacy market cannabis because it's loaded with mold. It's loaded with pesticides and stuff. And like, <laughs> I mean, yeah, it happens in both. You know, there's bad growers on both sides. There's yeah. really good growers on both sides. So my advice would be know your grower. Don't if, if you have the options, obviously, you know. Or grow your own because then you can absolutely choose mm-hmm. what goes in and out. You know, mold is is a is a 
is a weird one because you kind of do have to test to find out. But again, I mean, just anecdotally, in my experience, I've smoked so much legacy market cannabis, and I know some of it has been probably contaminated. And yet, you know, I'm okay, which is a shit fucking thing to say in terms of like, don't worry about anything because not everybody is me, of mm-hmm. course. But <laughs> it's just, that's a fucking, I don't know. It's, it's a, it's a reefer madness type of thing, I think, more than anything. And so, yeah, um, watch for those recalls if you do have that product. But also, don't think that fucking legacy market is just all mold and pesticides either. Because it's fucking mm-hmm. the, uh, the only safe weed is the weed you've grown and tested yourself, man. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And thrown out because you've spotted mold. <laughs> yeah. Which happened to GB recently. Which happened to oh, GB. Oh, yes, yeah. And he G- caught it very early. Lucky GB. Yeah. What are you saying, GB? We've got some news from Ireland, right? This weekend, we had the L major smoke-up event. We had the big cannabis protest here in Dublin. and There was thousands of people torn down. Mm, it's a good turnout, man. There was. we done a, a stream of it. Unfortunately, my fucking phone died like fucking an hour into it, so... That's a stream from Martin's channel. You just got the stream from Martin's channel. If um if you want to share my thing and pin me, I could show you a couple of pictures from the day. Right, I'm pinning you now. There you go, nail pin. Yeah, so these these are just a couple of pictures from the event. This is the the protest as it happened. So you can see here. Uh, there's um there is loads of people. Where everyone went loud was we were going past the uh, criminal courts just here. So that was a, a good bit of crack. And then you can see there's big crowds here as as we go. Like there was way the, the clicker on the day picked up around um around twelve hundred people. Sweet. There was far more than twelve hundred people. Far more than twelve hundred. Yeah, you can see real here, busy, like man. look at look at that there. This picture here alone, as I always say, pictures tell bigger words. Mm. Look at all these people here. That's more than twelve hundred people. This wasn't <laughs> even the start of it, lads. You know, like I, I looked, I was up at the front of the. I count six hundred and seventy-three there. No, I've got some 74, bro. <laughs> Did you see the I one in the yellow back there? Yeah, that's the one I, I thought you missed as well. I was um I was up up towards the front of it. And at one stage, I turned around and it was easily about fucking six or seven hundred meters long. It was the entire width of the road. And it was going down around the corner like it was going out of sight. That's how long it was. And it was like, this is fucking amazing. Mm. Amazing that everybody has turned out. There was no trouble. There was everybody from all walks of life. And it was, it was just, it was a fucking, it was an amazing coming together. You know, there was one, one part of it. I was sitting chatting to one of the lads and I hear somebody coming up behind me and I'm there fucking sparking up a spliff, chatting away. And somebody's talking about, um, oh, the, the, what way is the march going to be going? And then I hear them say, oh, well, we're trying to sort out a traffic management plan, so if you can get one of the organisers to come over. And I turns around and looks up, and there's the fucking sergeant standing behind me. Well, <laughs> my heart kind of jumped a little bit. I am not going to lie. <laughs> but then the next best thing was your man turned around to, your, to one of the other fellas and says, oh, don't worry. 
I'm not going. We're not here to cause any. He goes, I actually support you. Oh wow! So I, cool, I think man. it's really good what you are doing here. Like so, big nice. fucking up to him. That's the dude that I do you remember. I zoomed in and showed you some on the thing. I wasn't going over because Ooh. although they were fairly cool with it, I was mm-hmm. not going to willingly show it in my face. <laughs> gotcha. Yeah, of course. You know? man. But, Don't uh, expose your identity. You know? Yeah, no, but I have to say, man, it was such such a cool event. You know, mm-hmm. it was fucking awesome. Yeah, it was um, good to see people getting together it, like that, man. It and is so just, many as well. But look, look at the amount of people, man, going all the way back down around the road. GB, that uh, looks like there are a few people there that are stoned or something like that. That's some, some quite was, was a hell of a lot of eyes. people there smoking. Yeah. <laughs> I see clouds of smoke coming yeah. out of the, the, the line was, of people. Look, look what cool. was like. It was it was fucking awesome. You know? uh-huh. These these were dropped around. These were left out for Sweet. people, little edibles to find. And if they found them, they, they had to bring them up and fucking they got a prize and stuff. Chocolate orange. Yeah. <clears throat> yeah, like there was fucking, there was shit everywhere, man. Like there was, I have never walked into a place where I have seen everyone smoking from spliffs to pipes to whipping out bongs and dab rigs and fucking nectar collectors. And it was just every circle. Of people and there was like great social distancing because like it was a really big area that it was in, but just the sight of clouds of fucking the finest, some of the finest smelling weed, man. You know, it was just fucking amazing. I was walking through the whole crowds and it was just you could get just get the different smells coming from everywhere, you know. Yeah, man, it was, so it was well done awesome. to uh Martin and Major Smoke Up for setting that shit up, man. We need to see more events like this take place, I think. Oh yeah. What else have we got going on in the news? Some forum news this week. Uh the chat is still down. if they don't fix it by tomorrow, I'm just gonna go look for some new software. We are about one thousand downloads away from fifty K now. Wow. We're very close. Uh, Jim Finch, the guy who we're having the interview with today, he signed up to the forum and we're going to help him learn to grow his own medicine. So that's pretty sweet. I hope Jim's listening. Maybe he is. Maybe it's a bit too late for him now. But maybe he's good because of the England game. Uh, oh, is that is that a smoke? Yeah, fuck it. Smoke. I need to roll something. Uh, the prizes went out from the birthday party as well. So some people have already had theirs and there'll be more landing. It depends on how far you're away. You know, Ireland will get theirs probably tomorrow and then the other countries next week sometime. Because they have to go further. But that's about it, really, for the forum news. Is there anything else that needs to be shouted out? Am I forgetting anything? I can't think of anything. We're good? Let's go on to the, the Grow Diaries. Then. Very warm tonight, man. It's fucking boiling up in here. What, what temperature you say you was on TG? Uh, fuck, we hit 33 or 34 today. And like yeah. an idiot, I was out there making soil. Um, it just feels warm, man. I think maybe everybody's just setting fire to the place now. <laughs> you know, the whole yeah, country's up in flames, man. I read a story that the even in Siberia, they're having wildfires. So literally the whole fucking circumpolar Damn. boreal forest is, is like in flames, right? Not the whole thing, but like, fuck me, you know. It's hot, basically. It shouldn't be hot. So for this grow diaries, we're going to be talking about fish, fishes grow. And uh, fishes out in Portugal, which is kind of legal 
to grow, but you know, kind of not legal at the same time. I'm not too sure what the laws are. But his missus said that he's not allowed to grow anymore. And obviously Fish was upset by this, and we haven't seen him for a couple of weeks. But now he's back with a, a sneaky little grow on the roof. So we're going to take a look at this. You know, it is. Now, grower got to grow, man. You're going to do what you got to do. That's right, man. Find a way. And it's not very often the missus going to go up on the roof. So, <laughs> <laughs> And you still got to try and persuade her to let you have one in the back garden as well, Fish. That's you true. Know? That's true. You got to try and persuade her like you're not doing it, you know. So he's also growing something from KC Brains, which is one of Zien's favorites because that, that's the guys who made the brain damage. But, uh, no, he's going... it's not. I thought KC Brains made the brain damage. Brain Brains damage is KC. Oh, Brains damage. It's a different strain to the grower's choice. It's a different cross. Oh, which one do you prefer? I'll pref well, I don't know. I haven't tried the KC Brains yet, but All Woody's right. got it apparently, so we might get to test it. Yeah? Let's see what happens. You never know. Yeah, man. And so Fisher's going to stuck this on the roof and it's a flat roof. So he's going to be getting shitloads of sun to the whole planet, you know, throughout the whole day. So it's going to end up to be a beast, man. We, yeah. you know, <laughs> it's going to be visible from everywhere. True. Every neighbor in the area is going to be able to see this plant. <laughs> yeah, but it's too far away. Hang some tomatoes on it or something. Screens. I'll be able to tell. Get yeah, some man. screens up there. Man. One of them little greenhouses with the frosted yeah. glass, you know, something like that. Frosted yeah. plastic. That'll do the job. Keep it hidden. Or a little bit of just one of their... something, something just to break up the scenery, yeah? It's just one of those examples of a... You know, you can find a way, man. There's a way to get this shit done. Yeah. You might you might not think that you have a way to do it, but just use a bit of initiative. And but probably on the, on the roof there, hmm. you have um, the walls on the top. So yeah, they're, they're flat roof, Normally they? about, like, they're a flat roof, but the wall on the top is normally about, like, three and a half to four foot tall. You could, could put them into a scrog. And keep it below, below the wall, and nobody's gonna see that. Fucking hell, imagine a scrog that size. Yeah, man, you could do a fucking savage scrog with two plants up there, man. Yeah, that's what I'd be doing. And that'll keep the height problem out, so like your neighbors ain't gonna see it. They're autos as well in big pots, as you can see. Two of them are in one part, but you should be getting that changed fish, scoop one of them out of there. Yeah, big pots. What size pots are you saying there? Did you say? Did you mention like they look about 50 litres or something? Big ones. What do you think? Uh, I would say, I'd say probably 25 litres, lads. Yeah. Looking at yeah. them because I'm looking at the watering can next to one of them here. Mm -hmm. At least so I'd say maybe say 25. I grew in litres. 12s and that looks like, yeah, that's a lot of soil. They're normally about those tiles. Fish, fish is here somewhere. Yeah, man. 25 oh, fish dead, yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I yeah, man, plenty yeah, plenty for a fucking auto as well. Nice. Yeah, plenty. In auto. I wish I had a flat roof. I'd put weed up there absolutely. Mm -hmm. It's what I was gonna alluded to earlier, and then wanted to wait was like, yeah, you have security. Obviously, it's not only in your yard. So people to get it, they have to either have a fucking ladder or a fucking ninja That'd rope. Spider-Man, right? Or they will find a way. <laughs> yeah, but there is a bit of added security. Plus, absolutely. like you guys said, the sun, like. Unless you have a giant tree over your house, like that's going to be some epic fucking sunlight. I, you'd never get any better, like. Yeah. And then that's where Tommy man. grows. Oh my god. When I <laughs> when I used to listen to Tommy fucking Chong's uh, uh, podcast, the Chong and Chong Show, way back, he always was up on his on his roof in uh, the Pacific Palisades in in California there, growing wow. weed because that's what you do on your roof. 
course. Yeah. It makes total yeah. sense. So yeah. good idea, fish. I'll tell you, yeah, it's yeah. fucking it's awesome there, man. Like I was like, there, I was in Portugal what fucking seven years ago in October. Mm-hmm. In October. And it was like fucking 29 and 30 fucking something degrees. It was on fucking real. We went then because we thought it was meant to be a lot cooler. Fuck. Well, the plants will be, will be able to handle it. I think, you know, they've grown up in the, that environment. They'll be able to handle it. Yeah. They started from there, yeah. They should be okay. No, come and keep an eye on this diary over at Percy's, man. Let's see how big fish can get these plants before his wife finds out about them. Yeah. <laughs> do you know what you have to do, fish? Hushy nose. Yeah, you have to you have to booby trap the stairs, my man. Booby trap it, make it dangerous. No, it's not even that. Like, it's not even like, It's not even that. Like she might not go up there, but she will start asking, "Why are you spending so much time on the roof, fish?" <laughs> yeah, and say, "I'm up there, my love, getting an all over tan." Oh <laughs> shit! We just told no. her. Oh no! Yeah, this is like, oh, who's on the telly. <laughs> 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 what a way to find that, eh? <laughs> well, Miss Miss Fish. We don't really uh, want to booby sure. up the stairs, so you no, can't of course go. not. Oh no, 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 we just, no, no. We just that was Mackie's idea. Oh shit! Yeah, 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 yeah. It was Mackie, not me. <laughs> <laughs> I cannot oh, believe Mackie has outed fish. Oh, my, I'm so sorry, fish. But I, I'm glad she knows, mate. Because you, sh- you should not keep secrets from your wife. She knows right? anyway. Yeah. <laughs> As if she'd let him grow up there without knowing about it. <laughs> true, true. You know, happy wife, happy life. Oh shit! Terrible. Sorry, fish. We'll move on. <laughs> oh, I have a spliff roll. Yeah, no, Mrs. Fish, yeah. those are actually tomato plants up there in the roof. That's all you worry about. Just yeah. they're tomatoes. That right, so lovely big co- Come over and check over at Percy's grow room tomorrow and see if fish has still got his diary going. <laughs> if the diary has been deleted. <laughs> no. I, uh, well, I could see fish is probably getting bit with a rolling pin now. <laughs> my bad fish sorry bro sorry bro if, right so note to self check with people before you put their diaries out but it's okay to talk about their diaries on the show thanks for listening you know, fish. at the end of the day we can't we can't sort of plan for who's listening to the show can we no that's your fault completely fish <laughs> really? Yeah, yeah. We are blaming you now. <laughs> I'm not to blame for this. This this is your fault, fish. Should have said something. Not me, fish. The other fish member, fish. You know, I'm I'm love to fly fish. We're talking about fish. Yeah. That would work, you see. But you, you let them know, mate. You you, you expose yourself, but <laughs> we have fish to fish. We have fish, and we love to fly fish. We have three fishes, don't we? <laughs> yeah, man. So come and check out the diary. Bass, I'm man. sure it's gonna it's gonna be a good one. But you need to be growing your medicine, fish. Yes, you are doing the right thing, bro. But we won't have your back. Sorry, there, Miss Fish. (laughs) Man needs his plants to stay sane. It's it's, true. Yes, he needs those. We all need those, and we need fish. (laughs) (laughs) So let him grow for our sakes. Thank you, Miss Fish. You know, we we always appreciate it. We always say happy wife, happy life. Well, happy husband, happy life too. Now, Mm -hmm. yeah. Yes, because you know, we, we can get very unbearable, <laughs> yeah. very unbearable without our, without our medicine. <laughs> zombie happy life. Yeah, it's how, it's how I got back grown <laughs> when um, I was told we had to stop when there was work being done and then COVID struck. Mm. Mm. Well, I just thought fish was Italian in it, so I wanted to get my own back. 
Yeah, it's, 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 it's not. So, <laughs> so let's go into the road guides. <laughs> the wife said I have to leave now, fuck's sake. Yeah. <laughs> Don't be a dick fish. <laughs> fish is going to be living on the fucking roof with his plants. <laughs> He'll get a little dental tear next week, you see. <laughs> She'd be giving him food up through a bucket attached to a string down the fucking side of the gaff. He's going to be up there with his yeah. bed and everything else going in the roof with his plants. Fish, his bed, his plants, everything. No. So, Grow Guides this week, we're going to be talking about how to live on the roof with your plants. It's not too bad. Once he's got some Factor 50, he'll be all right, lads. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> we might get some for the plants as well, though. Oh, really? yeah, get yourself a little football, you know. Oh, yeah. Put your hands, Colin Wilson. Ball. Somebody mentioned yeah. ball. Oh, oh, there we go. You said it. Smoke. Yes. Yeah, so, um, this week we're going to talk about charis and what charis is and how it's made and shit like that, you know, as we usually do. But it won't be a long one because we don't know much about it ourselves, really. And it's pretty simple to make, but you need, like, it's them guys out in the Hindu Kush mountains that uh, have got fields of ganja in front acres, of them. Acres. And then they can just walk up to the plants and mm-hmm. roll their hands on the buds for ages, move on to the next one. But you can't really do it as a personal grower. But still, if you get the opportunity to, you want to be able to make some, right? Well, I mean, it's like stealing the best part of the plant, isn't it? But would it produce more? You know, once know. you've broken off them trichomes. When you bruise trichomes, they, they start turning amber on you, don't they? When you bruise them. I don't know. You're supposed to take it early as well. You don't like wait until actual harvest time. Take it, yeah, two weeks. Yeah, about two weeks before harvest. I have a friend of mine does it over and um, makes it in Canada. There's a good episode of Strain Hunters where they were. I'm not sure where they were when they made it, but they made some charrots out there. I think Mm. it might have been in India, and some old Indian guy was showing them how to make it. Yeah, you need you need at least an acre, a minimum of an acre. Our fucking plants to be able to get a decent amount of it, but like these fuckers to have like fields that are fucking hectares full. That's right, man. You know? And you're just waiting for fucking harvest. Yeah, you might, you know, I might as well make myself some charis, right? I'm thinking, what that just, work, just checking for seeds, boss. <laughs> what, what this, this is what I'm thinking, lads. I know somebody quite well who has grown fucking fields and fields. He's about like eight or nine acres of fucking Charlotte's web. Damn. And um, would I be able to make Charis off those buds? I would, wouldn't I? Yeah, you would. It's just like oh. cannabinoid content would be different instead of THC, it would be CBD, it's wouldn't it? CBD. Mm. I'm going to have to get onto him because yeah, he, I was asking CBD him Charis, don't let that fucking CBD guy get hold of him. Mm-hmm. Might kill I him. was asking him how it was fucking, how it was getting on. And he said to me, oh yeah, in another four or five weeks, he said, it should be looking good. He said, and come up then. So has anybody ever made Charis on the panel? Give it no. a shot. No, not really. No. You've seen it doing no. a lot. No. I watch videos. No. Yeah, that's it. Because you just need a lot of weed to do it. So the principle is pretty much easy. You get a bud and put it in your hands and you roll it lightly with just a little bit of pressure. Look at and it. over time, it sweats out the resins and, and the terpenes and shit, and they all stick together in on the resin on your hands. Yeah, Husky's oh. actually correct. He says scissor hash is, is effectively charis. Yeah, that's right, man. Same yeah. thing with, fin- with finger hash, you know, gloves mm-hmm. and whatnot. Same basic yeah. stuff. 
just letting that live resin build up and then peel it off. Yeah, that's all it is. Yeah, that's charis, man. Just the resins on the outside of the buds being peeled off essentially and stuck back together so you can smoke it. That's what scissor hash does, and that's what we'll collect on your, you know, if you're using gloves when you're doing your, your trimming, that's the shit that's going to collect on your gloves as well. I'm always I want to throw in just my hands because of uh, I'm worried about the skin and stuff coming off with, with mm. the sticky, you know. I don't know that because I don't know anything about charms. I've watched a few videos that Frenchie kind of goes into the different uh, types of ways to make concentrates, i.e., hash and other things, and he talks about hand glove versus dry sift versus you know that mm -hmm. kind of shit and um there's another fairly reputable site i like to read about like land race or like that type of shit you know the the real deep kind of history the real seed company i'm sure everybody knows them they have a blog that's really good and i remember i read a thing about hash uh and chara specifically um a while back and in their research and again i don't know if this is true charis actually doesn't refer to cannabis resin itself but more that the, uh, the name charis derives from the leather bags from specifically central asian hashish um that was the hashish was stored and traded in all right yeah so i mean it's really dependent on the where i guess where you are in the world and also the the reason i think at least this article says that Westerners, I mean, everybody else, the, the modern weed world essentially thinks of Charas as hand rub from Parvati and the, the foothills of the Hindu Kush mountains and stuff is because of uh, uh, McPartland and um, Merlin's work. And that's where they say that that's what Charas is. And everybody, I mean, they, they're definitely good good scientists and they've done a ton of good work and but this article says they're they potentially could be wrong about that and again i have no fucking idea but maybe charis actually refers to the leather pouches but again i have no idea when we when people say it like it's just like when when they say indica people will know what we're talking about but that's not really the right term um charis is hand exactly what we always what we said before but charis is hand yeah, yeah, just like what you guys were talking about. I just thought I'd toss that in because this article goes into it pretty fucking deep. I'll, I'll post it. I'll throw it in the in the chat here, actually, if anybody yeah, wants to. Yeah, the Royal Queen Seeds one. No, it's from the Real, real uh, Seed Company. Like right. The guy goes t to the fucking... Uh, he goes to Afghanistan and, and talks about uh, Genghis Khan and stuff. It's, it's really interesting, but, I mean, it's a pretty long read, so... Yeah, if anybody's interested. But I just thought I'd throw that in. Again, I have no idea whether that's true. But when we talk about Charis, usually most 100% of the time, almost, I would say hand rub, just like the guys were talking about earlier with, the, you know, you rub your plants and scrape it off and roll it into a ball and put that in your chillum and, and go, mm. go to town. So, yeah, man. And I as I know. said, there's a good episode of Strain Hunters where they're making it as well. And that's a good TV show. There's like six episodes of Strain Hunters, is there? Six or seven? I can't remember the exact amount, but that, that's some good TV. I don't know about you all into weed anyway. So if you haven't seen Strain Hunters mm -hmm. from the Greenhouse, then watch that shit, man. That's some good ass TV. Was Franco, yeah. was Franco on that? I'm trying to yeah, 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 Franco. yeah, yeah. Yep. That's, that was a good fucking. I think you were right about the one, though. They go to India and I think they're looking at the hand rub there. With the... Yeah some really old dudes it's, it's really good though yeah you should all check it out for sure right, so i think that's about all we have to say for charis because as we said no fuck all about charis really 
it's for the bigger growers. And if you're ever out there in the Hindu Kush mountain to get a chance to make some, you get some pics. Show us. Yeah. <laughs> you know, why not book a trip? But maybe not to India right now. But soon, book a trip. Yeah, maybe in a couple of years. <laughs> That'd be mm-hmm. fucking awesome fun, that would, wouldn't it? Well, you know, it's a bit far as well. I don't like leaving the house. You know, imagine being in India and being like, we just want to go home now. Smoke That's a spliff. really like, leaving the house there, you know. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? It's, oh, not just... it's, it's fucking, it will be, it's, there's nothing better than going seeing other cultures. Mm-hmm. Man, it's fucking, it's awesome. Nothing better than going to see a field full of weed. They're <laughs> another country. Yeah, that'd be good too. Yeah. So uh, we'll move on now to the interview with Jim. Let's do that. Yes, man. So, Jim, everybody, Jim, fucking cool guy. He's out there. He's suffered with depression because of the problems he's had due to his car crash and his Tourette's. And, you know, he, he goes into detail about it and he's not afraid to speak about these problems, which is, you know, something which people are trying to get men to do more often nowadays because men don't talk about their depression and when they're struggling and shit. But Jim's out there putting himself out there, you know, telling people his story, telling people about his depression, the way cannabis has changed his life. I think he's going to make a big impression, man. He's only just starting to get out there now, but I think when people hear his story, they'll be inspired by it, and he's he's going to be out there making big changes soon, I think. Brave he guy, was, man. He really was. Yeah. I mean, he talked a lot about how all the hell, all the hell this stuff has put him through, and um, his 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 path back to you know almost a normal life. So yeah, it's, yeah. it's a great interview. Uh, I mean, it's it just it's so brave what he's done and like how he's come out and he's he's been so public about it and everything mm-hmm. it's it's fucking it's epic man yeah man and it is a long interview as well i mean this one's half hour i've had to cut it down because it's for the main show but it is definitely worth me editing the whole thing it's about an hour and 20 minutes the whole thing will be mm-hmm. and i'll release that as a special for everybody as well so everybody can listen to the interview before but real good man and we just need to make sure that everybody knows you know anybody out there suffering with depression or, or any kind of mental illness man you are not alone you, you can come and speak to us anytime over at Percy's you know you can email us at highonhomegrown at gmail.com or there's loads of sites out there where professionals we can speak to professionals about this shit as well there's plenty of help out there man you just have to ask for it so don't be afraid to ask if you need it but we're going to listen to this interview and it, you know it gets a bit touching in places, in places man it's hard to listen to some of it you hate to hear about people suffering like this unjustly. But enjoy it. We'll be back in half hour and then we'll discuss the interview and the football. Football Uh-oh, in the, here we the go. after party. Yes. Smoke. See yes. you there. Smoke. Have you always had Tourette's or did this no, happen no. a car crash? Yeah, I, I was I had a car crash on the way home uh from work and yeah. Threat started after that. Wow. So I had, um, you know, when I was when I was a young child, I had a squint, and like the doctors think that it, it might have meant that I was susceptible at some point, if you know what I mean. But right. as for actual, that disappeared. I think I had that during my GCSE exams. Like the stress brought out a little squint in me, right. and uh, but yeah, so that was the only other time I experienced anything like it. But obviously, nothing to the extent after me car crash. And funnily enough, I was actually uh, I was actually fairly anti-cannabis. I say anti-cannabis. I was always pro the change of the law. You know, I always had a gripe with the law. I've always uh, 
felt it's, you know, how is it logical to have alcohol and tobacco sold in the shops and not cannabis was, was my position, but I didn't, I never thought I would be using it in the extent that I'm using it today, if that makes sense. So I'll move back a little bit. Um, and uh, yeah, so I, I never, I kind of had, I kind of, I had a bit of a relationship with cannabis when I was younger. I had, towards the end of it, it, my use, I'd say, become problematic. I did find myself getting more paranoid when I was using and, right. I, you know, it wasn't helping me in my life at that time. And so then I, I, it instilled in me almost a negative view, I think, with the propaganda from the media. You know, I had a, I had a yeah. you know, view in my mind. And after my car crash, obviously, I was doped up to the eyeballs of all these uh, prescription drugs they gave me, you know, really doped up to the eyeballs. Like, I've never been that wasted in all my life. Oh, <laughs> yeah, things, yeah. You know what I mean? And the, <laughs> they're, um, yeah. And so I, I basically, a, type, a friend of mine uh, from Canada said, sent me, I played with him online. He said, Have you tried uh, cannabis for your ticks? Like, that's what they use over here. And I was, you know, typed on, went onto YouTube, typed in cannabis Tourette's. And the first video came up. Think here, a German, Austrian, a German speaking uh, fella came up who's doing an interview back in like 2004 or something. Uh, he's ticking exactly how my ticks are constant. You know, he lights up this joint and his ticks stop. And we're like, right, that's it. We got to try this. Mm. Same thing and same result. So wow. since then, I've, I came off all the pharmaceuticals. I will smoke. I, I was, I've been a lifelong smoker since the age of eleven, tobacco, and I came off that as well. You know, as soon as I started, sweet, yeah, using cannabis, and I, I just came off everything and just uh, focused on the cannabis, and um, that allowed me to focus more on a recovery as opposed to being stuck in uh, stuck in this body I couldn't control. Um, you know, and I have I've recently. Uh, I don't know if you have you how many of you know about the legal saga that the patients are going through in Britain at the moment. Yeah, we're pretty yeah. topped up on it. Yeah, yeah so uh, it's just we, a complete fuck around, isn't it? It's it's been every month, you know. I've had to subsidise from the black market. Fuck um, no. You know this. You this, have to pay for your prescription as well, mate. Yeah, yeah. So I pay four hundred and fifty pounds for ninety grams, and I vape zero point one gram every forty-five minutes. So I'm, I'm not, I'm not great vaping a huge amount. Mm. I'm just vaping enough to keep the ticks at bay. Um, so yeah, but yeah, it's four hundred and fifty pounds. Then I paid sixty-five pounds every single month for consultation, and because we haven't found the right prescription for me, I had to go back for consultation each month to get the prescription edited. So that was they, uh, the right prescription. Are they looking for a particular strain or you mean the amount you're using? Or? It was the amount I was using to make sure that it acted a preventative mm -hmm. as opposed to a reactionary. So how I was using it really was when I had a fit or my ticks got really bad, I mm -hmm. then use cannabis. But now, you know, I've, I, I'm able to just vape all, the, all day and, the, you know, Imagine really that. keep me ticks at bay. But yeah, yeah. unfortunately I had... I haven't had much this week. I got sorted a few days ago, so I'm all right now. But at the start of the week, it was a bit rough. My symptoms really came out again, right. which was weird because I'd had like five good solid months of like not really ha having them in, like completely just consume my life. Mm -hmm. And the amount of stuff I've been able to get done, you know, my garden's looking great. I've actually been able to enjoy life again, you know, <laughs> play with me son, play with me daughter. Yeah, but stuck in the house, but still, it's all good. Yeah, yeah, exactly. It's just so I've just um. You had the quality of life back. 
yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I often say it's my fire as well came back. So it's yeah. like not just my quality of life, but actually my willingness to to, be, to go out, get out there, put myself out there, make these videos. You know, I'd have, I was a bit of a, I was well nervous. I was very, very anxious about speak. Um, very, very anxious about like uh, old friends. Or old work colleagues seeing the new me, and you know, especially in my most vulnerable states. Mm. Um, yeah, I can have seizures and ticks, especially before I've medicated with cannabis at any moment, you know. So I'll be walking down the street, a car will drive past, that'll send me into a tick and a seizure, I'll just be on the floor. And no so, way. It was, so, so it was ticks really, and seizures. Do you have epilepsy? Yeah, I have and, no, and I have non epileptic seizures, so they're caused by you know, the, the extreme ticking, but it looks very much like an epileptic seizure, okay. except I don't lose consciousness. So I'm conscious while it's happening, uh, which could be a quite unpleasant experience. Yeah. You, you're still conscious, but not in control of your body at all. Yeah. So, and my, and you know, like dangerous swallowing me tongue, but I'm aware that it's all going on. So they're called NES, uh, non-epileptic seizures, but yeah. yeah. Um, so they were, they were, they were a common everyday thing before I was using cannabis. Uh, Tick fits many a day. Um, you know, that could be as little as something like the phone rang at the start of my my recovery. It would uh, when they first came on, the phone would ring. That's it. I'm in a fit ticking. And um, yeah, cannabis has really allowed me in the last five months since I've managed to I say get a reliable supply, but get a more. Um, yeah, but more than six months, you know, I've been using cannabis. I've got my first prescription and started using it end of 2019 so at that time i sold our my car because i couldn't drive no more because of the seizures we sold our car and um that financed about three months worth of medicine but at the oh, time it was wow, about wow. it was about a thousand pounds i was paying for 30 grams so it was expensive right back then so it's the the costs have come down a lot now um i did the, a little bit of growing myself uh, in the between times when i really couldn't afford mm -hmm. it and i didn't know how i could access it i thought i, I can't I've now been. I've now tasted the tasted the non-tick life. Like, I yeah, yeah. Go yeah, back yeah. to. Go back. Yeah, you shouldn't have it. to, mate. You shouldn't have to. No, man. You shouldn't exactly. have to pay this ridiculous money for it either. You know. No. No, and I think I, I'm hoping. You know, I'm hoping things are changing. I think mm -hmm. um, I'm getting very warm receptions everywhere. Like, uh, you know, I've really been educating my street. At the start of lockdown, it was quite good that we made. They made a street WhatsApp. You know, they're all like nice. cannabis experts now. You know? <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, and I've had a good experience with my MP. You know, it, it, disappointing at the, end, at the end result, because at the end, it was like somebody above him just giving me the standard bl yeah. blanket government response. Yeah. But I felt that he had changed from me sending, I sent him... Originally, when I sent him something, he wasn't interested. He was like, no, there's no evidence. It's not, it doesn't have medical properties, blah, 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 blah. But two years later of me wearing him down, you know, he was then, right, I'm going to take this up personally for you. And he did take it up in his defence. And it was a pleasant experience, more pleasant than I thought it was going to be when I, like... I went at him quite confrontational, I'll be honest. <laughs> I was like, yeah, what? Well, of course I, you're going to be angry, mate. Of course, mate. Yeah, it's, it's the, it's, it's, it's the injustice. You know, my missus finds it very difficult to comprehend the Britain we thought we lived in isn't the Britain we lived in, you know? Mm -hmm. Like, you know, and that's... Um, it's very true. Since becoming disabled, you know, we've really noticed that, you know, yeah. it took us 
took us six months from my car injury and, you know, not being able to walk and talk properly to get any benefits because they uh, had to do their start tests and stuff. Six months. If we didn't have some savings or a car to sell, how would we have survived? So, you know, I count my blessings that actually we've got to where we've got to now. I feel like I'm doing probably the best I've done mm. You know, you know, maybe ever, you know, even though I've got my challenges now, I do see life in a completely different way. And I do, I am really grateful to cannabis for that, guys. So Yeah, man, you, you seem really happy. And like, it's, I, I didn't know you before, but it seems like you have your fire back because there's plenty of fire in you. It, you know, it, it's definitely, oh, definitely. the quality of your life. Yeah, yeah. I didn't have a quality of life. You know, it mm-hmm. was, I struggled, I struggled to speak. Um, I'm medicated, so I, I stutter a lot. Um my tics get in the way of actual speaking. So even, even just being able to speak, you know, I take it, that will take it for granted. And it's Mm -hmm. something that it's, it's, yeah, it's so profound. Nobody can argue with it when they sit with their eyes, you know, it's like, I go, I go from stuttering mess, not being able to talk or walk to, being somewhat normal, you know, like so. Uh, they're powerful quite amazing videos, man. Yeah, when people can see the actual difference and how quickly as well. From you, have, yeah. like your video where you're having your ticks, you know, the, uh, for like a minute and a half, that you're having yeah. some serious ticks, and then it just dies down. I'd say, I'd say it takes about a minute from me from the vape going green and me starting inhaling. It's about a minute till I get some relief, and I can start. It's, it's hard to describe, Terence. It's almost a bit like. Uh, like you're about to sneeze. And yeah, so yeah. the best way I can describe it is once I then have a bit of cannabis in me, I can hold on to that mm. ability to sneeze. And then you'll, if you watch what it tends to be, like five minutes later, I'll have a few little outbursts of yeah. where I can't, I've been holding it. But it gives me that ability to just fight the, the constant body movements, you know, it's... Uh, what was the what was the difference before you started taking cannabis with your prescription drugs? Did you see much of an like a, a decrease in your your symptoms? No, no. Well, if I had took enough, I was I was just so doped out and so zombie yeah, yeah. out. I was just you know it was I was tranquilized. So, I, but my speech was no better. I wasn't you know I had loads and loads of stuff side effects from the medicine. Loads and loads of side effects. How many pills and, a day were you taking? Oh, you know what? I, I couldn't wow. remember. It was it was so many. It was, wow. yeah. yeah. I was stopped all of those. Yeah, I was with my doctor. So my GP has been really good in all of this. You know, he's awesome. he could, he has <clears throat> understood the, um, he's understood my situation. He's understood, he hasn't challenged. He had, he could see, again, you know, I asked him to come around to my house. He came around to my house. I was shaking. I vaped in front of him. You know what I mean? And he'd seen me in that shaking yeah, yeah, state yeah, yeah, like yeah. so many times before that. Mm-hmm. Uh, so after that point, yeah, he's been he's been really um, excellent. That's good, man. Yeah, yeah, he's he's been good, and he's, I found all that side of things fairly. And and so I've got I kind of understand I have a gift. And talking to a lot of other medical users, I've been growing my Twitter over the last two years, and I talk to a lot of other patients on there, and I feel. A lot of them say they can really relate to that sense of relief. Look, I've got the physical symptoms showing that that they feel on the inside. You know, so while my, they people can see my relief and that that's mm-hmm. how it's feeling for others on the inside. And I, I like um, 
So I feel I feel I've been given a powerful gift in a way to be able to uh, advocate for cannabis as a medicine, right, and take so it can rightfully take its place. Um, you know, out of people's that is a bad plant. Yeah, yeah. Take the stigma away. Yeah, and it's it's made me really really reevaluate because as you can imagine, I've met quite a lot of uh, people in the industry. My local guys, you know amazing guys you know like apps these are these are guys from school that i knew that you know uh, they've sorted me out anytime i've needed must absolutely amazing fellas like you know what i mean and there was a stigma in my head and i've come across loads of nice people and it's just the cannabis yeah. community is an amazing community yeah 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 no definitely and so it's it's broken up. the bad ones yeah <laughs> but yeah it's uh so it's let it's it's open it's, it's cut a lot of stigma for me and I feel because I came from that, while I was disagreed with the law side of it, mm-hmm. I also kind of disagreed with use. I kind of didn't think there was any medical. Yeah, yeah. I was naive. Wait, to I, it. I was the same. I was. The same. I mean, I've been a user for twenty years, man, and I was. The same. I was like medical use. Come on, man, you're just making excuses <laughs> to try and get it legal <laughs> yeah, yeah. now, isn't it? But it actually fucking is, man. Then, boy, too right. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. A lot of us thought the same way. We've been brainwashed for fifty years about this shit, man. We all thought the same way when when we were young. Yeah, it's, it's, I mean, one can only conclude that they don't want us to be healthy. Or they want us to keep paying out money for these uh, ph- pharmaceutical concoctions. Yeah. 30 fucking pills a day. You, <laughs> you hit the nail on the head, Jimmy. They don't want us to be healthy because a healthy person is not a con- is not going to be a customer. A customer cured is a customer yeah. loss. It's a customer <laughs> loss, exactly. Um, it's, it's a wonder drug. Mm-hmm. It's, it really is, isn't it? This is the yeah. thing. It's like the more, the, you know, just the stories is... The other thing that has made me really appreciate or or mourn is perhaps the right word is all the people that have actually gone to prison for yeah. wanting to be well. Yeah, you know, the injustice mm-hmm. of the last 50 years of sending people to prison because they've sought out cannabis to help them because yeah. the prescription drugs have let them down. The NHS, the health services have let them down and they've ended up in prison. And so I think um, that was something that's, really spurs me on you know yeah, i don't yeah, terrible, i think right? yeah. yeah i think it's gonna be uh it's a big driving factor to why i uh i wanted to put myself out there and uh what why i'm trying to be a patient advocate yeah, man, i think you're doing fucking awesome work Massive, yeah yeah thanks you know in your video where you speak about your accent do you, do you want to speak about your accident if there's anything you don't want to speak about then just let us know yeah no i'm an, I'm an open book I'll, yeah i'll speak about anything really yeah mate i don't um my accident was tough. You know, I was before that I was um, at the time I was training up to be a transport manager for SGS sofas. I'd just done my international transport manager license, uh, international transport manager CPC. It was it was funny because it was it was in the time after my crash and before uh, the, the real severe Tourette's ticks came out in that in that period. I had um, I had this course booked. And I should have took more time off after my accident. But after my accident, I went back to work straight away, like two weeks off after this. You know, I was going at 65. She was doing 65. You know, mate, oh. it was, uh, we were down a country lane. Um, it's, 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 it's country lane, but it's our main road in and out of our village. So, and it's a T-junction. I was just driving home and yeah, she just come out and she didn't stop and she smashed into me. 
But it was it was a nasty act. I was so, in so much pain. But I just remember thinking, oh, they're putting me through this transport manager's course. I've got to go back. I've got to go back. And uh, during that time, I was, I was getting my head around the pain. My mental state, I had never, I was in this kind of deluded state. So during the car crash, I'd kind of, I thought I was going to die. And I thought I was going to... Right, so during that moment, time slowed down. Um, I really, I really felt at peace. I was, I was so almost. It was the first time I felt happiness in ages, you know. Mm. And I, I was, I was after that moment. I was in all this pain, and I just couldn't get this this feeling of like thinking, oh, that's what should have happened. That was my time to go. I'm now. I, I'm. I suppose I still have that feeling now, but it's changed somewhat. But I was I was feeling I was on borrowed time, and the, the the thoughts then got very suicidal. And quickly, I was not spending much time with my missus. I was going putting all my time into study. I wasn't wanting to be in my own head at all. I was just transport focused on becoming this transport manager, thinking, "Oh, my pain's going to get better. Things are going to get better." Um, I was having really bad dreams at the time. Uh, so in the car crash, when I turned round, the where she'd hit was where my son's car seat was. Mm-hmm. So when I turned round after I was in this wreckage, I'd smashed around and been flipped upside down and round and round. And I turned round and the whole car seat was crumpled. And I'd been having a dream like after that, quite every night almost mm-hmm. of my son being in the car crash and me not being able to save him. And, my mental state just deteriorated. I was I wasn't going to work because I, they were letting me have time off to study. And then yeah, it culminated. I passed my transport manager's test, and I, a few days after that, I drove past the site of the car crash. And as I drove past the site of my car crash, my body just started going wild. I I, I met like I pulled over. I got out of the car, and I, I you know I've had ticks and that ever since. Um, oh. So, like, after the accident, up until that point, you didn't have any ticks for a couple no. of weeks. And then when you passed it, like, the reoccurring trauma triggered ticks. Yeah, well, I mean, I had I had horrific headaches up to that point as well. So, you know, unfortunately, the time went too long between the car crash and when I actually got all my scans for them to know if there was right. you know, any sort of injury to the brain. But they're putting it down to the trauma of the in- incident brought out the uh, the ticks, yeah. Wow. It must so, be yeah, very difficult crazy. for you and your family or the whole experience. Eh? I was, I'll tell you, I'll be, I was, I was a typical man. Like, I didn't want to talk about my feelings. I didn't want to tell my missus that I was in pain. I was thinking about mm-hmm. suicide. That I was thinking about I need to die because I, I know that's my path. That's, I, that's what I kind of experienced. I thought that was the experience I'd had. But that's what it meant. Mm-hmm. And, um, yeah, it was very difficult. And then I, I, I actually, I planned to uh, do it. Up and uh, luckily, I, I didn't. And uh, yeah, my, my dog, credit to me, oh, dog. Your dog was there. Yeah, she just started going nuts. Uh, she must have sent something was up. I, I did give her a bit of a cuddle before I went out there, you know, because I was saying goodbye, I suppose. And um, mm-hmm. yeah, where, where, the, the, the speak. And um, yeah. Luckily, my dog was there. She went nuts. My missus managed to come in. Uh, and it was it was from giving my dog that cuddle to walking out, I had that same piece of in that car crash of, yeah, this is the right thing. I was so going into that garage. I was so certain 
that I was doing the right thing by my family. Like, you know what I mean? These prescription drugs mess your heads up. You, you yeah, can't. Mate, for real. And, for real. and uh, so I went in, I was, that was, that was my plan. And yeah, luckily, I, as soon as my missus came through and I saw her face, I, I realised that that, everything that I'd been thinking for months was wrong. You know, and that was, it was, it was all the wrong. And yeah, it kind of come crashing, crashing down on me, the realisation that I needed help. So after that, like, I really went to get some, uh, we went to get psychological help. I, I went through quite, I think about 34 sessions of cognitive behavioural therapy uh, to try and help with the tics as well as the um, depression and, and the PTSD that I was suffering. And um, yeah, it went really well. I found cannabis about halfway through the therapy. Obviously, that then made the therapy even better because I was able to be more present, more in the room with my therapist, more mm. not constantly distracted by these ticks that I couldn't control. And um, they are very, they're very consuming because, uh, yeah, yeah, you, you can't control your body. You try to do something, it does something else. It's very. Um, frustrating it must be very frustrating though yeah you, you get your tits out yeah yeah it's fine. it can be funny sometimes but you know like uh yeah yeah it must be strange as well because you, i mean how old were you when your accident happened 20 29 it was three years ago so 2018 so you, you lived up until 29 years old without having any of the, any major ticks or anything like that and yeah yeah i mean i was a high, i mean i was a high functioning member of society you know i'd um i'd been a general manager of a disposable and catering supply firm for five years be before i was at sds sofas um then before that i was at a uh i did training for lloyd's bank so you know i had a quite a uh, different career we went me and my missus went traveling um Done Australia, Southeast Asia, you know, we had a whale of a time. And so, yeah, I'd say I'd lived a... And, and that's it. I think this is another a touching part of your story. Is it, it could happen to absolutely anybody. Yeah. yeah. You know, yeah. I, I finished... I've, you know what? I was. It took me ages to get over this little part of the story. And I blamed myself so much for my injuries because I left work 10 minutes, 20 minutes perhaps early, you know, and it was... Mm. I remember sitting there and I could have left an hour early but at that hour early time, I said, no, I'm going to, I'm going to stick it out to the end of the shift. But then 20, the assistant manager guy came over to me and said, Jim, look, I've got a cupboard. I can lock up tonight. You can go, bud. And I was like, oh, should I, should I? And I decided to go, you know, and, and that decision plagued me for so long because I really felt guilty for leaving early because I thought if I hadn't have left early, I wouldn't have been at the place at the time. I wouldn't have had the car crash. And like I say, it, it, that's the, that was the hard part about society sh shunning me and leaving me to my own devices and letting me sell my house, my car, you know, we're selling our house so that I can afford, I can carry on to afford treatment, you know, you know so we've having to make difficult decisions that, you know, we shouldn't be making. And it takes, and you're not the only one as well. You got yeah. Griffiths yeah. With, with her kids and, and, you know, there's Hannah Deacon, but I think she has hers on the uh, NHS now. Yeah. But yeah. People are selling their houses to get this medicine and that should be enough evidence to the doctors that it works and it's doing something because people wouldn't sell their house for shit that don't work. Yeah. Right. This is, I mean, why would, why, if we were, you know, if, if, if an argument said we just wanted drugs, 
Yeah. Mm-hmm. When I opt for the concoction that made me absolutely trash, that probably yeah. cost the NHS two grand a month, when yeah. I opt for that, yeah. other than the thing that doesn't do anything except for make me a bit normal, huh? uh, there's, yeah. no, there's oh. no back pockets sorted out though. If you get your, your cannabis, is there? No. Uh, well, 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 yes. That's <laughs> many. That's many. I, I shouldn't have said that. Really, we, we yeah. all know. We all know. Yeah, I, I mean, and again, I've had that. So I went I've, back to my legal experience this time around since I joined Project 2021 because I have thought it's uh, it's it's been my the be- much better experience to the previous experience when I was spending stupid amounts to get 30 grams. Mm. It has been a much more pleasant experience. And my doctor has been very good. Like he's 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 been really understanding. He's really wanted to learn more. He's been really interested in my situation. You know, he's uh, but. He's willing to learn and willing to, to change his views and what the, the views of the normal mainstream medical fucking establishment has of cannabis. That sounds really progressive. Yeah. And and again, it's this is this is my so I've got two good doctors actually where that where that is truthful too. I've got my GP who who's also doing that, and he's a bit of an older guy. And then I've got my specialist that I get it through privately who's also you know who's again is done really good but that's where the good news stops you know with the legal industry that's literally and I think I think drug science have tried hard you know you give Professor Nutt his due he should be retired and he's still working hard to get minds changed he's still doing what he can but you know these the dispensaries and the the product on offer I feel have I've really, um, it's, I would, I'm paying £450 a month. You know what I mean? And yeah. anywhere else you pay that sort of thing, you expect to be treated like king. Yeah. Mm, I'm treated like bottom of the bottom. You know, I'm treated, they, they know that we can only get it through them. So they act a bit like that. And while they are professional and they want to help to some extent, how many times can, you know, can you forgive the people for messing up and messing up and messing up when you're paying so much money? It was whether it was yeah, the first, sure. the first issue I had was I had two pots, right? One was of bud and one was of shake. The, the, the pot of, uh, no, it took me one vape to stop my ticks. The pot of shake, it took me three vapes to stop my ticks. Um, right. So I could tell that that was of inferior quality to the, mm-hmm. the, the bud. So I sort of emailed them and obviously to cover their ass, they've come back and pretty much called me liar saying, well, no, that's impossible. They, that's not how I'm saying, well, I'll make a video for you if you want. Like, yeah. And then it's, you know, so that was my first negative experience. And after that point, I swear I must have got put in a uh, difficult pile or something mm-hmm. because it's oh, never gone God. right since i never had it go right it took weeks to get here you know i was supposed to get i started sorting out this month's prescription trying to sort it out on the 11th of last month i still not got it wow so you know going out to the black market to the illicit market to go out and i'm getting um you know people are giving it to me good um Luckily, I, you know, I've had a few real kind people come and give me some and get me out of the tight situation because how I'm already forking out 450 pounds, you know, how, how can I find another 200 or, yeah, and keep flicking that up each yeah. month? Because it's, you know, I do, I am, I am 90 grams, you know, 30 days, probably 90 grams last me, you know, so yeah, yeah, it's, uh, 
so would you well it's it's illegal and you've got kids but would you consider growing your own again oh yeah definitely yeah we, i'm in the process of selling my house so i didn't you can't have a growing but oh, i got people coming in and yeah yeah, yeah sell yeah. the house but yeah no i i um i'm 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 really hopeful that one day I'll be able to do it legally as well, you know. And You should be like, able to, mate. I think yeah. that day's got to come. Uh, if you're a medical is, user, common. it has to come. You have to be able yeah. to grow your own. And, it's you know, and I'm not I'm not too opposed to, I know I've got, I've got a few other buddies as well that I've been speaking to this, but we're not too opposed to, you know, calling the police on ourselves and challenging them in court because I really yeah. believe that if I went to court for growing a better quality medicine than yeah, the yeah. stuff that I can get, I go to court without being medicated. Exactly. The jurors all see me. I then put out a legal vape, vape in front of the jurors and say, what would you, you know, guys do in my nice situation? Dismiss, mate. <laughs> all right, mate, game yeah, over. And, and yeah, and so I, I'm, I'm hopeful that, you know, I, I'll be in a position at some point in the future to be able to do something like that. You know, it's... Uh, yeah, civil disobedience, man. It'd be a good Yeah, move. I just... I just me and my missus are united on it. It's just so injustice. There's too much injustice. Like if we, even if we got sorted out, you know, and they were like, right, let's shut this guy up because he has got the visual symptoms and we don't want him going everywhere. Mm-hmm. We'll give him an, I'd still campaign, you know, I'd yeah, still man. be advocating because it's, I don't want anyone else to have to suffer like I did. I, you know, I've, my opinion's gone so much the other way that I feel like, the first port of call for doctors should be cannabis, right? Like, yeah, not right. The, all the other stuff. It's like your yeah. first port of call. Yeah. If that doesn't work, we can try something else. But yeah, yeah, it's, uh, it's got to come sooner or later, right, guys? It's, uh... yeah, it's coming soon, mate. It has to, man. It's our only option. You're going to be getting out there as well, man. You're only just starting out on this journey. I think people are going to hear about your story and it will inspire them. You know, especially I, mental health is a big thing as well nowadays. And when men come out and speak about it, it you know, it's a brave thing to do and thing. people appreciate that. And I think it's going to help get you out there too. That this, it, You're going to do well, man. I hope so. I, I hope I can, um, I hope I can get out. You know, I mean, I've, I've already done, I've already kind of reached my goal of, I wanted to help someone. And I know that I've helped people. Not, there's been a few people now that had never had been ill, chronically ill for a long period, had never tried cannabis. But due to meeting me on Twitter and me talking them through the steps and helping them get at the clinics, have tried cannabis and it's changed their lives yeah. like it changed mine. And, you know, that's why I, so I've done my goal. Anything else is a bonus. But I used to not be able to take compliments and I used to really not be able to accept the you know, perhaps I was doing, you know, if ever I'd done something, I couldn't take it. But I'm really, I'm really grateful people are saying that it's helping. I'm really grateful for the nice comments. So, yeah, cheers, man. And you should be proud of yourself, mate. You're doing yeah, a good thing. Yeah. yeah. So where can our guys go to find you from our YouTube channel and our show? Where, what is the address for your YouTube channel? Um. Oh, no, that's a question. <laughs> is, it one of, is it one of them old URLs? If they, if they say it's Jimmy. It Fink, might, it. Yeah, it might not be that long. Um. Jim Finch. Jim but Finch. I think I started most of my videos with um, UK Man with Tourette's. Okay. I've got like, yeah, quite a few of my videos have got that in the title. So you should be able to find me. But the channel is just called Jim Finch, um, I think. Yeah, I'll drop the link in the forum and tell people to yeah. subscribe. And I think a, a lot of our guys jumped on your channel yesterday. Yeah. yeah. Woolly, no, Woolly no. says hello, by the way. Oh, yeah. Woolly <laughs> said hello. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Yeah, 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 yeah. Cheers, no
because you said you were going at quarter two. You stay for as long as you like, mate. If you're not in any rush, you can see. Oh no, through, yeah, right? yeah. No, I'm not in any rush, guys. I'm, uh... I just didn't want to put you under any pressure. No, yeah, I've got a, at some point I've got to go shut the chickens up so they don't get eaten by a fox. But oh, yeah, you've got chickens. Do you live on a farm then, or you just got chickens? No, no, no. We just got chickens in the back garden at the moment. Funny enough, like I'm hoping to move to a farm. So where we're, we're mm. selling, we're going to sell our house, and we're actually going to move in with the in-laws. Um, and uh, you know, that's the, the the hope is that we'll have a little small holding, and I'll be able to be medicated enough that I'll be able to grow my own. Veg, raise me yeah. own meat. That'd be sweet. The more that's going on, the best way to describe it, the more that's going on in my peripherals, the more likely I am to have a fit anesthesia. And even if I'm super medicated, say on the times I've been to London or I've been in a busy doctor's surgery, my my tics do get bad. And I I I worry about, you know, trying to get meaningful employment with, I'd be such a hat if I have a fit or a seizure, they're going to have to have somebody walking around with a vape. You know, like, <laughs> how many uh, companies are like, willing to do that? Quick, somebody grab me vape. <laughs> no, I mean, can, but, I, can I have the desk next to Jim, please? and like to 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 I would say to everybody, definitely do go and have a look at Jim's other videos because you can there's one in particular, he's having a really bad um Tourette's attack. I don't know what you is it an attack, yeah. I don't know, episode I don't know. episodes or whatever. And you can see within the space of not even a minute and a couple of it just the whole body relaxes and just it's just amazing, man. Like yeah, the way you described it, it's like yeah. it, it turns it from a from a, a requirement to almost like okay, I'm I can feel it's coming, but I can mm. stop it like a sneeze almost. Mm. Yeah, you know it's fucking it's unbelievable, and like people don't realize how they, they just think when they think of cannabis, they just think oh, they just want to get stoned. People mm-hmm. don't realize how fucking strong an actual medicine that this is. Yep. You know. Mm-hmm. Quick shout out to Wooly there as well because this uh, Wooly brought our attention to Jim, and uh, oh, we hopped man, up on Wooly. Reddit. And so, thanks for the suggestion there, Wooly. Good interview, man. And of course, if any of you guys want us to try and interview somebody, get in contact with somebody you think would make a good guest, then let us know, man. And we always like to hunt for different ones. Yeah. Well, as usual, I think Jim enjoyed the interview. At least I hope he did. Yeah, he said on Reddit, you know, he ain't been out for fucking ages, and it was nice to just be able to sit and chat and. And chat some shit with some guys and I, as i said before the show started or uh, just as the show started on earlier i said <laughs> um it was like an hour and a half was the interview altogether so i'm going to edit up the whole thing and get that released as a full episode like i did with the breeder steve one so, so uh keep an eye out for that it should be done by the end of the week i think I want to get that up that's a cool interview man it's a good guy and i, I want his story to be heard more you know it's an important story 
make sure that people understand that it's okay to talk about depression and your health problems and if you're struggling with something it's better to talk yeah. about it problem shared is a problem halved and all that shit yeah and if he had the right to go ahead and grow his own he probably wouldn't have had to sell his house and his car and everything else you know but mm. uh, yeah it's still a battle we fighting the right to grow your own medicine Hopefully you get some repercussions when it's all sorted out and he, he gets money back. Like same with um, Joanne as well, Joanne Griffiths. You know, we told her to keep hold of her medicine because when it is available on the NHS to everybody, you can be like, you forced me to pay this shit. Mm-hmm. I needed to sell my house. I want my money back. And you might be able to get it back and be able to rebuy the house and shit. But we'll see. <laughs> well, they can, they, can do, they can do the reverse for the proceeds of crime, can't they? Mm. Yeah. So if it turns out not to be a crime, then all those proceeds will have to be given back. Mm. So anyway, this we... is another one that's stopping them from legalizing it, I think, because mm. that, that we, we, we've kind of like adopted the American sue the fuck out of anybody that annoys us mm-hmm. these days. Well, people oh, need to start yeah, suing them companies for releasing moldy weed then, man. Obviously. Well, exactly. Yeah. Man, if I was with them, if I if I had the mouldy weed, I'd be there going to the hospital coughing, even if I ain't got it. Like, Do you know? I was, I was thinking about smoke this the moldy on. weed, bro. I was thinking about this earlier on with the mouldy flipping with the TG story. Um, all these like dispensaries and shit. I don't know about the the Canadian versions and the American versions, but the the UK what's it said? Would, the, this is like the, the 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 dispensary green. They said if it was if it had been opened, they wouldn't exchange it. Mm. right but even your, your legacy market man well mine used to because i winged a couple of times that it was moldy weed and he came and swapped it for me legacy yeah. market will do that why won't the fucking legal market do it mm. they should do man it's <laughs> fucking shocking but that's yeah. when you start opening your shit when you pick it up in it and be like smell it first test it first make sure it's yeah, good but if you get it through it. the post you don't get the choice to do that that's true good point good point and then when you've opened it, they'd turn around and say, no, nah, no, sorry, you've opened it. How do you know it's got mould in it if you don't open it? Yeah. It's a good point you make about the post, man, because here in Canada, medical marijuana, at least the system that exists now, has been around since 2014. Yeah. And since 2014, until this day, right now at 5.35 p.m., yeah. I still have to order it through the fucking mail. I can't go look at it. I can't see it. I can't go down to the store and show my little card and say, Give me like I can claim this somehow. No, yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm still bound to the fucking mail. I uh, fucking hate that. I like yeah. to go and buy things and feel it with my hands, pick it up and look at it and check its quality and shit. And mm-hmm. if it's bollocks, I ain't buying it. Yeah, yeah no, you can't do that either. But you, <laughs> even if you do go to the store, but you'd want to go to the can... dispensary and actually be able to look at the buds you're buying with a with a loop or something like that. I would oh, no shit. I mean, that's what yeah, I've, I've done that before in in Colorado. I'll, you know they. They'll pull it out and let and let you actually look at it. Yeah, I was going. Yeah. I, I thought that would be the way it would be for most places, to be honest. But no, shocking yeah. man, very strange. We was having um, an interesting conversation back there behind the interview about nuclear weapons. <laughs> <clears throat> That's always an interesting conversation, man. Have you all seen the yeah. the video of the czar, the czar bomb? I don't like watching those explosions, actually. It makes me feel weird, man. Like, the amount of power in that thing that people are just, just they just threw them around, really. Mm-hmm. I mean, they're testing them, but, like, holy fuck. Mm-hmm. Yeah, man. And the fact that they did drop two of those things on some people, 
yeah, really small people. ones relatively, but mm, still, yeah. holy well, shit. By today's standards, extremely small. Yeah, yeah, but they're not small compared. Not by to any means, no, but by today's no, standards no. only, yes. Yeah, mm. yeah, relatively speaking. But yeah, the nuclear weapon, like I'm a big, big proponent of nuclear power and fuel and responsible right. use, using it for not only power, but medical isotopes. And there's, there's a lot of different good applications that come from nuclear. And See, weapons like, is, is... Sorry, TJ. Well, yeah, I was just going to say, it's, it's like the... In your family, it's like, you know, you always, you have that one cousin that everybody knows is your cousin, but nobody ever mentions, nobody ever talks about, and they're very far removed. They don't really interact yeah. or do anything for you and your family, but they still have the same name as you, basically. Yeah. And that's kind of how weapons really are in relation to all the other shit. See, I don't, nuclear power is a strange one, man, because if we use solely nuclear power right now to run the world, we've got enough nuclear energy like uranium and shit to power the world for about 50 years before it all runs out and you know the technology of nuclear reactors is pretty safe nowadays you know the um the nuclear power plants and shit they're pretty safe they're not likely to go into a meltdown but the problem is is the the nuclear waste man what do we do with that afterwards there still isn't a proper method of storage for that shit and because that, that shit's going to be radioactive for tens of thousands of years, stored away, hidden somewhere in some mountains. So let's say in 20,000 years time, when our civilization has long gone, this shit will still be buried out there, all radioactive, yeah. ready to zap people and shit when they find space. it. But what if it blows yeah, up on the way out? You can't what, do that, they're, yeah. They're on about storing it on the moon, aren't they? But how do you get it out? I mean, it's just a very... explosion of a rocket. It's going to separate all that. Nuclear. waste is an issue but I, I my argument would be and it's 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 a hypothetical i guess but if we were say to over the last hundred years have put as much money into research as we into nuclear uh nuclear technology as we did into oil we would definitely have a way to uh treat the waste now and that's not to say that there's a way now, but I think that if we were actually to fucking put our money where our mouth is, there's some really smart people. Like I live in Saskatchewan. We have the best, like I'm, I'm not just bragging. We literally have the best uranium in the world. And there's a fuck ton of it up north. Mm, yeah. You can like basically take it out of the ground and throw it in your reactor and it works. It's no so high grade. But um, the, there, there are technologies out there. They're still pretty new, but there's ways to use the waste for actual like, fuel again um that they they use the the the, yeah the radioactive waste essentially as as fuel and i think like i said if we did put as much r&d into into it and put like which we know we can because there's there's basically unlimited money out there it's just incentive political and otherwise that, that determines what we do and don't do um i think that it would be but again that's we don't have that political incentive now. So there is still a, yeah, an yeah. issue um, with that. But I mean, we have to move on from what we're doing now, definitely. And the alternatives of, of yeah, sun, wind, uh, all that kind of stuff. And nuclear has to be part of the fucking conversation. Um, mm-hmm. And then fusion obviously is, is not the same, but that is the ultimate. Like if we could do fusion, which we probably can. And, you know, think about if, if humans had unlimited power, that would fuck over so many like current it's, it's paradigms. Cold, is what we're you trying know. to get right. That'll make the big deal. yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Hot I mean, fusion is Chinese possible. Are really, just... Chinese are really close to a few things. They've managed to get a cold fusion reactor running for a, a few milliseconds. 
pretty sure of it. That's that's mm-hmm. only what you know of, though. Mm-hmm. Indeed, yeah. The only bits that so, they tell you is the bits they want you to know. All these countries have got like like secret flipping scientific research. Every single country, I reckon, has got it. So if there is a conspiracy, I think that this would be one that yeah fusion. If 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 everybody and this would be like a way for like basic income to be a thing because if people just had the you could get as much as of power like you don't have that would be insane like mm-hmm. not just for me growing my lights and shit at home but everything else in the mm-hmm. world would be way cheaper of right course. and that's not in the best interest of most fucking corporations and companies those well, this, this is the thing when when the economy of the country is usually at flipping risk or it's, it's on its way down they usually pop up your flipping energy bills quick time so i wonder somewhere along the lines whether they're related huh <laughs> yeah nuclear is a tough one but um like Fossil I, I do think get the answer the long term answer anyway no and they're not we can't just obviously cut them out either mm-hmm. um it has to be a gradual weaning and there's probably going to be applications for diesel and gasoline all the time it's just not fucking everything needs to be made from oil there's a lot of other good alternatives out there nothing yeah, quite like oil, oil though out there, though, <laughs> well it's not not clear. in the capacity that we use it no no um, lads, just I'm gonna say um, just a quick good night to you all because I have to bounce. All right, man. Yeah, I've just I've re- lasted longer than you thought you would. Anyway, well, way later than I thought. I'm gonna get a bollocking because I have to get up early in the morning because fucking dopey hole has to come with me. So it means I have to go to work fucking two hours earlier than normally. <laughs> Meanwhile, Dopey Hole's listening on me. Really? <laughs> Dopey Hole could be fucking standing at the door listening to me and I still fucking tell Right, can be like, Dopey Hole? That's a Mr. Dopey Hole to you. Yeah, because it means I have to get up like fucking two fucking hours earlier. Like, Oh no. You know, to sit there with my fucking thumb up my ass before I get to do anything. Oh, sounds wonderful. Yeah. You can do that? Just don't sit down on it. Yeah. <laughs> right, catch you later then, GB. Enjoy. Yeah, yeah, no, no, folks. Um, have a good one and stay safe. Scatinist said there, capitalism is the basic problem unless we overcome money and greed. We won't be getting to that point. And the, yeah, the, it, capitalism is a problem, but it's it does capitalism. It's a difficult one finding the right political system that will work all over, isn't it? Yeah. Like capitalism isn't all bad, but when you get to the higher end levels with this corrupt capitalism yeah, yeah. we've got now, this is where the problems kick in. When the yeah, rules stuff. differ for some people than they do for others, this is uh, what capitalism causes, though, isn't it? Not always. So, but capitalism does motivate to. people to actually get better and and you know create in order to make money. But it's it's uh, exactly man. It's when a monopoly and, and and you know money when money becomes the weapon is when it, capitalism fails. Yeah, yeah. Think think about the uh, the legacy market. That's that's always my go to for like actual capitalism in progress. Okay. You know, yeah. No, like there people like you know drug dealers to use a shitty fucking blanket term or whatever back in the day and growers and stuff. They did really well, but generally there wasn't like one big fucking corporation you know mm-hmm. there were the gangs and, and those kinds of things but you know generally it was just people like you know myself uh not that i did that uh cannot confirm nor deny shit kind of shit mm-hmm. but you know um people just basic basement home growers that that overproduced that was always the thing nobody was rich but nobody was like ultra poor but 
the thing was, is it self-regulated? Because if somebody did have a shitty fucking batch, right, that would, you know, that would mm-hmm. go around to his customers and probably anybody else that's like, oh, I got this shit from so-and-so. Oh, you yeah. got that shit? He had fucking blah, 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 blah. And so, right now we got a position where it'll be like, it doesn't matter. You can't buy from anybody else. You can only buy that guy with the mold of shit. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Um, but it's in that guy's best incentive then, obviously, after that to either do something else to make money because he's he doesn't want to not have moldy weed or just do something better and not have moldy yeah. weed and improve. Mm-hmm. And that's a, that's a good um, outcome of capitalism in, in that sense, right? Because it's, it, uh, you know, and it, it does suck in the first place because somebody quote unquote had to get hurt sort of thing. But um, like, like my story said, you know, it still does exist in a highly regulated and very monopolistic market too. Because if, mm-hmm. if you go by the government's definition, you can't buy weed from anyone else from these people. And obviously, I mean, you can't really trust them because this has happened time and time and time again with the moldy weed. And, and yeah, it's just like... Um, Some bullshit. Cap- yeah. And the fact, I think, that capitalism or that these regulations, and there's a lot of bureaucracy that they can hide behind when it is highly regulated almost interferes with that like let's get better thing instead of let's just find a different way to do this thing so you know what i mean um i don't know so yeah political the legacy market. Are difficult man i think the problem yeah. with capitalism is that the government gets involved in it too much if you can just step back and let capitalism do its thing then it, as you say yeah, sure. should, everything balances itself out and it should work well for the government well, you're right and fuck things because the, the government are people that are just like they're they're middlemen basically and they need a piece of that pie so it's in their best incentive to take some of it and then they get like think that they deserve that money based on doing something but really like you said i think that when left to its own devices that middleman really isn't necessary in most things Mm -hmm. maybe you know all things i don't know I go that far, but maybe yeah, we're just stoners. We don't know, but I think it's pretty hard to for for me to complain about capitalism when you know, uh, uh, we live in the UK. We've got a pretty decent political system. You know, it's, we're not living in mud huts and shit. So, <laughs> capitalism seems to be working okay for the Western world at least yeah. to some extent. It's getting a bit crooked now because they're changing the rules even more. That, well, you're it's exactly worked for right us so far, that. you know. Because once once you get to a certain level in the system, then yeah, you don't get to, you don't have to play by those those self-regulating yeah. capitalistic rules. You can just buy your way out of everything, and that is bullshit. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that that's, is, that's is where not... the problems come in. Indeed, it's yeah. not it's not a free market. Then is it somebody sticking the fucking fingers yeah. and having and an effect on it? That's not to say that you shouldn't be allowed to have the opportunity to make said a lot of money. But if you do start like when you get that amount of money, buying your way out of fucking the things that other people still have to be they're under the thumb of i guess um that yeah there should be there should be something to say that you know obviously we know you're what you're doing is wrong and we're going to take some fucking action to stop you from doing that mm-hmm. so but there isn't that right now no no there's a out instead fucking, bro yeah shit <laughs> exactly that type of shit or tax evasion shit with like epstein's island type bullshit whatever whatever you want to you know call it but crooked ass motherfuckers that's why you grow your own indeed <laughs> oh. so yeah let's quickly talk about that football thing <laughs> the what the football thing i hope you got that thing rolled yeah. and hit yes smoke <laughs> <laughs> yeah 
Yeah, that was some fucked up shit. Great game of football, though. I hope everybody watched it and enjoyed it. So I'm sure those who were supporting England enjoyed it at the end as well. Yeah. Good game of football, man. They don't come across. Football is usually really shit and boring, you know. But that was an interesting one, full of suspense and crazy shit going on. Kind of a I just hope all the fans out there be having themselves, man. Crazy beginning to it, man. Off the mm-hmm. last. My wife for now, Mackie. Seen a bit, John. That's about it. Yeah, that's about it for football. Nothing <laughs> <laughs> else much to say about that. But then we've got the uh, the UFC. We saw Conor McGregor uh, break his leg and go off in a stretcher after the fight. Oh, do we all think about that? Anybody see that? Yeah. I unfortunately saw the picture. I I'm not a big UFC guy, but just in general, like fucked up looking body parts like that make me just. And I, I'm still. I have it in my mind right now, and it's fucked. Yeah, really. I don't like uh, that shit. Yeah, me either. I mean, I'm not a fan of of the the leg buckling as they're running down the field kind of pictures and that kind of stuff. No, I don't, I don't like. Yeah, that. yeah. Paper extension, man. But his leg was fucked. Yeah. And Poirier really said when he kicked him, he felt it crack, and then he was like Ooh. still standing. And there's actually a picture of him pointing at his leg. Yeah, yeah. And then he fucking steps back on him, fucking just. Oh. <laughs> there it goes. But you know, it's shit when things like that happen to fighters, man. You know, you might think Conor McGregor's a dick or you might like him and shit, but still, you don't want people fucking having long term injuries like that. It's, you know, it's cool when they knock each other out. They're, they're back to normal, hopefully, within a day or <laughs> it's cool a day when or so. Each other out. I love to have casually you say that. But, but you know, that's, that's what they they know that's the potential of what's going to happen. But when they have like. A breaking leg like that could be a life-changing injury, man. He could end his career. It did, I think. Yeah, I think so. It's going to be... It'd be a fool to come back after this, but he still wants to come back and fight for his legacy, don't he? Legacy. But, uh-huh. Yeah. He should have stepped out a long time ago and left it where it was, but he has to keep coming back. I don't know. Ego, isn't it? But yeah, he'll carry on. Gonna... I think he'll try and come back. Yeah, the ego's not going to be uh, worth anything if he can't walk. You know, mm-hmm. push himself long term if he tries to push it too far. Yeah, how long is it going to take for he, at his age? He's in his thirties, right? You know, your bones stop healing after mm-hmm. a certain age. What age does your bones stop healing properly? And that is going to be a certain age where, and I think he might be past it, where his bone isn't going to heal the same. And it's a he major part see. of UFC fighting is that kind of kicking. So I don't know, man. I think if he gets back in the ring again, he's going to have his leg broke again. Well, he just needs to kick softer. Softer. But then People he's worth a fuckload of money. Looking at his leg now. Yeah. Well, you know, he's probably there saying, just take the bone out, man, put titanium one in there. Yeah. Uh, he's got the money. Yeah, but would that be then fair to anybody that's like fighting him in future? Because he uses that bit of his leg as his favorite weapon. If it was I don't titanium. see that against the rules, man. He, he ain't drugged. Yeah, but it's like putting a <laughs> horseshoe in your glove, isn't it? I think I remember seeing an episode of uh, Love, Love, Death, and Robots with the cyber cyborgs mm-hmm. fighting and stuff. Yeah, it sounds like that's, that's where show. we're going now. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Unfair advantage, man. It's like them flipping exactly. weird ones competing in women's flipping yeah. sports shit where they got penises. titanium bones. The next thing you know, we'll put some superchargers in the heart to give you better flow. Yeah, and, you yeah, know. yeah. McGregor is a dickhead, you know, and because he's a copy bastard, man. But you've got to try and appreciate where he's come from. You know, he from nothing, he had fuck all, and now he's worth millions. And he's done it by fighting and being a cocky bastard. So he's 
it's going to be a difficult adjustment, I think, for anybody. Never mind somebody who's like the highest paid sports athlete in the world when the man used to be on the dole, you know, and now he's on Forbes magazine. And it's happened within 10 years. It hasn't been very long. So it's going to be hard for anybody to come up and deal with that kind of spotlight and pressure, I think. So you have to try and give a man a break sometimes. But he is a dick for punching that old guy in the head. There's no need for that. But I'm sure he was smashed up on a shitload of powder for him to do something as stupid as that. But a man didn't like his whiskey. What, but he wouldn't drink he his whiskey, would he? He wouldn't drink it. So he got punched in the head. How, how dare he not like Dickhead. his whiskey? Oh, well, he Who got punched in the head as well. For I am Conor McGregor. You must drink with me, you bastard. Drink my whiskey or I'll punch you in the head. Isn't it? But, you know, man needs to learn when to quit, you know? Yeah. <laughs> I remember the young days. I always hated to go out drinking with people who like to fight when they get drunk. I didn't like those people. No. Yeah, why. yeah. No. That's one of the things alcohol does to some people. It does. And I mean, those are the people I would try to steer clear of. Mm-hmm. So what else is going on in the world? Anything else, man? Anything else interesting? Nothing really interesting. It's all over now. Yeah. The Megaranga fires, the end of the game. It's all done. the news. Well, there will be from tomorrow. Uh, well, there won't be now. We've got a week of, oh, shit, England didn't get the win. But after that, there will be real, real news again. Let's just hope everybody behaves themselves, man. And let's hope that they don't take it out on the fucking players and mm. shit. Because they're still young guys as well. They're, they're not as experienced as the uh, the Italian team was. So, like the average age of 30 or something. Who, who's the guy that missed the penalty at the end? There was two of them. The black guy. Um... um Sucker. He's getting shot. Uh, Watch. <laughs> no. See, and this is the thing as well. Fucking football fans, they can be so fucking racist, man. Ooh, what was the, the England played a game against them. I think it might have been England. Somebody played a game against somebody anyway, and the, 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 the goalie, I think, failed to save. And he was found dead later on. Nah. Seriously. Some, I'm pretty sure England played some country... They play. Oh, I can't quite remember, but it was a football game, right? Uh, Saka, Rashford, and Sancho all missed. Losing team. Yeah. Losing team's goalkeeper was found dead later on, and it was one of the 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 high profile games. Man, it's some fucked up shit. But people get emotionally involved in that sport, man. Colombian, oh, Colombian keeper rings the bell actually. When Colombian keeper what? That was found dead. Oh right, yeah, For fucking Colombian keeper. Yeah, not surprised, mate. It rings, a, rings a bell. German? Yeah. No, I don't think it was. Maybe not. I don't know. I can't remember. It, may, it could have been anybody. Yeah, man, it's very late. It's one o'clock in the morning, so we should really call this yeah. day because everybody stayed up late for us. I think it was World Cup as well. So, I'm going to go have some fucking chicken. Sweet. Well, we'll fit to the outro and say goodbye to everybody there. Let's do I'm that. surprised that you haven't even mentioned Richard Branson's flight into outer space, Mackie. Oh, shit. I haven't even had a chance to catch up with it and see. Did, did everything go down okay? Richard yeah. Branson. <laughs> Richard Branson. <laughs> Wanker. <laughs> British bastard who can't even fucking pay tax in his own country. Wanker. Wanker. <laughs> yeah, one of those guys. Fuck the hell. He made a round trip to outer space today. Oh, yeah, wow. So uh, let's wrap this up because I'm sure everybody's eager to get to bed. It's very late now. So thanks for joining us, everybody. Uh, I hope you enjoyed 
the football talk <laughs> and uh, the interview with Jim. And if you want to find out more about Jim as well, there's a link uh, on the forum in the thread support Jim. You'll be able to find it in the search box. And uh, ZN dropped it in the link. Was it ZN or Monkey? Dropped okay, his, I did. I dropped, I dropped Jim's uh, channel. Dropped his link in the, in the chat. chat at some point as well. Yeah. So, and we'll get the chat fixed at Percy's this week. Don't worry. It'll be sorted one way or another. Either we'll get that old one sorted or we'll move to a new one. It's been a late one, lads. But it's been fun. So, let's activate that outro tune. Just reduce the volume a little bit. Yeah, so, what's going on this week? Nothing much, really. It's just the, the session on Friday, then, everybody. Yes. So that's where we'll catch you. We'll probably get some more information up on the site about the, the 24-hour Snail Le Mans that will be coming. Snail Le Mans, yeah. So get over to Percy and check that out. The thread's up already. Yeah. Stay up to date so you can see what prizes are coming and yeah. when it's all going to take place. For entries. Nice. Hey, man. <laughs> oh, management and his new obsession said, yeah, no, that's it now. Uh, that's it. I don't really care about football. Yeah, uh, we'll be like next week as well. So about... there's a fucking game on. We'll be like with team and some other fuck. Oh, fuck you that watch. shit. No. Fuck that. You'll be coming fucking oh, scarfed and fucking hatted up next to you, Kent. <laughs> <laughs> It's summertime, bro. Away, 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 away. Oh, my God. He had to do it. All right. All right, then. We'll see you on Friday, everybody. Behave yourselves. Don't forget to hit the like and subscribe yeah, yeah. button and like, all that, like shit. that shit. Hey, right, should we be bye. easy, everybody? Yeah. Stay, stay safe. It's coming home next time. All right. Yeah, I can stay no, away no. for a while. Uh, they'll be upstairs <laughs> next time. It's staying away.